From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting live this morning down at the uh, Magnuson Hotel and Marina Cove. It's right here in St. Petersburg. We're down here by the uh, Skyway, not too far away, seriously. I think the address is like 6800 Skyway Lane. So uh, if you get to the Skyway, you've gone too far. Yeah, just turn around. That, <laughs> that was my biggest turn. fear coming here today is missing the exit <laughs> and being over in Manatee County. Well, no, you can turn around right before you get to the toll booth, so they'll let you okay. uh, you know, whip back around there. But uh, best way is if anybody that knows uh, where Maximo Park is or where the old Skyway Jack's restaurant used to be, you know, you take that exit, and instead of turning right to go to the to Maximo Park, or you turn left, then immediately turn right, and there's the hotel right there, and uh, we are here for the uh, Hooked on Hope fishing tournament that's happening today. All the ladies are getting things set up out here for breakfast this morning and for the quick captain's meeting before everybody starts hitting the water and heading out and doing a lot of fishing. And, man, you couldn't have picked a better day to go do it. 65 oh, degrees. Uh, unbelievable when I walked out the door. It is calm. There is not – I mean, there are hardly any ripples Did, on the bay right now. It you, is gorgeous. You notice out our way – it was 65. Here I got over 70. here. It's 73. Yeah. It's still cool for them. Which is colder than what I keep my house at uh, all year round at 75. So we're actually cooler <laughs> outside than we are inside of my home. Yeah. But it feels wonderful out here. Humidity is extremely low. And like I said, looking back across the bay, uh, this is what I always say. This is the perfect water this. for water skiing. I mean, it's like glass out there. It's awesome. It's going to yeah. be fun. Uh, uh Cold front coming through, a little drier air. Hurricane is gone. Red tide is a little bit dissipated, they say. Some areas it's concentrated, but in other areas it's, it's, they didn't detect very much. So I think there's a great opportunity for some awesome fish to be hauled in today. Seriously. And, and this week people are catching fish. so uh, That's true. It's it, You know, yesterday I say this week with uh, Michael coming through and uh, everything, I'm hoping that all that turbulence in the, in the Gulf got – busted it up or something but also uh, while we're talking about it i mean got a lot of good friends and family up there in the panhandle area and our hearts and prayers are out for those uh, who are struggling this morning uh with all the devastation and uh i tell you I, last year we were sitting here with irma getting ready to come through on us and you know fortunate for everybody in the state how it uh diminished from a cat three and four where it was at down to a one making a landfall but uh for the panhandle i know jonathan that's where he's at up there checking on family and properties and house and yeah he booked uh, out what yesterday i think yesterday. he headed up there to go check on the property and all the feeders all those brand new one done feeders he's got up there strapped to trees i hope they're still there yeah the tree may be laying on the ground but uh again there's a a lot of uh people who are not enjoying uh their saturday mornings right now oh that is so. true uh, and a lot of law enforcement and fishing game guys uh rfwc guys all headed up there uh, you know, that's the governor's first line of defense, state troopers and FWC guys. Pack them up, boys, go. Uh, we had a trooper come into G5 yesterday, and I said, uh, so are you getting ready to head up there? I heard that the second wave is going up to relieve 
some of those guys, he said, well, uh, I may be going up there maybe next week, and they told us basically pack for two weeks. So it's not like they're going to be gone anytime soon. It, it is. I mean, I, you see more and more pictures. Yes. Yeah, uh, my mean, brother's done that duty before. And basically you're being sent into an area where you're going to have nothing. They're, they're going in. They have nothing either. And they're eating MREs out of the back of their cruiser or something. I mean, it's not a whole you don't get there and just do your job and, and go back to a cushy hotel or anything else. It, it's, it's You're living in your car. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, uh, I asked him, I said, are you driving one of those trucks or do you have a Dodge? He says, no, I got the Dodge. I was like, oh, those things would be tough to sleep in. <laughs> but uh, I saw that I saw a report yesterday where the FWC guys, they were using a lot of them out in the rural areas. Because, you know, they're more woodsy and they can get around out there in the woods and stuff and going out and doing see, uh, uh, those security checks, looking for people who may be out there trapped in a home or something like that out in the boonies. And uh, they were really out there working their butts off. And I, I, I tell you, every hurricane, it's always that one. I was watching the pictures this morning, and they were showing parts of uh, Mexico Beach down there. And it's always the same thing. There's it's just total devastation, and then there's like four houses look like they hadn't even been touched, and then right next to it, total devastation, and then two houses look like they hadn't been touched. It's like you wonder how how that happens, the roll of the dice. But well, I don't know. I mean, we, sometimes it's you got a better builder, I guess, who actually put all the nails and all the straps, and or it was made during a newer building code than back when they originally got made that's crazy yeah, but with the uh i mean the amount of people that are still missing and not accounted for it's just uh it's, it's man it's just terrible well prayers do go out to all those folks and and i will give props to looks like fema's right on it president of the united states is on it rick scott's up there doing a great job i mean he got those i think they did a, a really good job for his little time as they had i mean they were talking about irma and all the others are like hey, you know we had a week to prepare for that you know when that thing turned when that thing turned the corner, it was a tropical storm, and then in a, and in a day it was up to a one or two, and then by the time it hits us, it's almost a five. Yeah, I mean it did. And it was cooking. That thing moved quick, and uh, props to those guys who who got out of there really quick. I know my cousins are up there. I got one, Charmin's up in Tallahassee, and I got an aunt aunt over there in Pensacola. Two of them actually, Aunt Janie's up there in Pensacola as well, and they didn't mess around. They as soon as they saw that they said it's coming this way, psh, packed up. And that tracking on. forecast, uh, man, that was dead on. I mean, they pinpointed that all the way through the, through, through there. It was just uh, good on them, too. It was weird to think that uh, Aunt Janie and Aunt Ann and everybody headed to New Orleans for shelter. <laughs> I was like, they headed over to Chantel's over in New Orleans, man. They're like, yeah, come over here. It's not coming this way. It's like, who goes to New Orleans to get away from a hurricane? That's like, you know, hurricane magnet. But uh, anyway. Uh, God bless all those out there that are doing it. And I hope all their insurance companies and all that stuff step up and, and take care of everything, get them out, and get a home rebuilt as quickly as possible. That's for sure. Because we've had to do that dance before, too. But we are out here on Hooked on Hope, a uh, fishing tournament going on today. If you have not registered, uh, if you would just like to come out and hang out, that's that's one of those things. They're going to be doing raffles and drawings and all that kind of good stuff, as they'll do with every tournament. So you still have a chance to come out and win some fabuloso prizes, but also to come out and uh, uh, help these fine folks out here, you know, raise money for this. Because if you don't know what Hooked on Hope is, is 
Um, you know, it's breast cancer awareness, but it's not only that, but, you know, a lot of people, kind of like a hurricane, you know, you get that diagnosis and you look at each other and go, how, how are we going to, how are we going to pay for that? You know, insurance doesn't cover all of it sometimes or, you know, just a small portion of it. And what these folks do is they actually help out people who are either uninsured or underinsured uh, get their breast cancer treatments and all that kind of stuff around the area here. So if you don't have it, it's kind of like the St. Jude's for breast cancer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. They'll take care of the bills. They take care of the expenses. And uh, that takes money. And doing it a fun way, coming out and catching fish. What better way to spend the day, especially today? Gorgeous day. Yeah, you. It's almost like you would just forget your sunscreen. It just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even. Right now, it doesn't feel like you'd be burning up here in a little bit. You'll be burning up. Yeah, so bring some sunscreen. I don't know. What are they saying today? Eighty four, eighty five. I mean, I can handle I that. This this is the first day where I start getting itchy for wanting to be out in the woods. Yeah. You know. Well, I, when I saw the, the, the weather report, they were saying, uh, we might get up to 85 degrees today. And I said, wow, that's like one degree warmer than the Gulf right now. So that's awesome. You know, when it's even, 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 Stephen, across the board. And that'll help bring the current uh, temperatures down in the in the Gulf as well. So uh, It'll be awesome. We need more of this. This is what I'm hoping for. We get a few more of these bad boys well, pushing through. I always look at Halloween as the first really cool time. You if know, it like happens. It, it generally happens at Halloween. Do you know how many times, how many years you start out in your costume on Halloween and by the yeah, time you get Halfway through it, you're taking some of it off. You're, now you're trick-or-treating in shorts and a T-shirt that your mom still had in the back of the car. You're dressing up as the wrong thing. Oh, but no way. It doesn't matter what you do. You put that costume on, you're hotter than you go, know what. Go put a little ballerina outfit on and you'll be all right. I'm going to go as a bikini swimsuit model. So go that would definitely that. not be a treat. That's surely a trick. It would be a heck of a trick, well, wouldn't it? Make would, sure we get some pictures of it. That would be awful. But uh, we invite you to come on down and hang out with us. Seriously, um, if you happen to be in the area, I know that Glenn brought out some registration stuff. Uh, if anybody, for folks that may be out here, because we still have to give away the uh, the uh, the wicked lights at the end of the month. So you can come out and register here, or Glenn came up with a plan, said anybody wants to call in on the show today, you can call in, you can talk to us if you want to, and if you don't want to, you can call in uh, Aaron and uh, give your name and a phone number, and we'll have you as a registration. How's that sound? Yeah, you can't Pretty easy that. peasy. 888 That's 888 It's a three-in-one. Uh, we got the, the rifle mount. As well as the uh, headlamp, so. Uh, but we're doing with the headlamp this month, right? Yeah, this month will be the headlamp. November we'll give away the rifle mount, and then follow up with December at the end of December with another head. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah, it might be a late stocking. You could be telling. You know, I ordered it. It just <laughs> hasn't come in yet. <laughs> it's on the way. You don't have to lie. You can just say it's on the way. Yeah, it's, I'm it's just coming waiting for in. a lucky draw. No, no. It's coming you, in. Don't you worry. You can just go ahead and go online, order you one, and then if it comes, you know. Oh, then you, you get two. two. You have two. Perfect timing, yeah. Well, so if you'd like to register for the light that we're going to be giving away at the end of the month, uh, first off, go to wickedlights.com and check it out and take a look at it. And uh, you'll see that, wow, you know what? It's worth the call because it's free. Uh, Wicked Lights, it's the Scam Pro 3-in-1 uh, color uh, headlight that we're giving away. And you don't have to change any lenses. You don't have to do anything. You just basically click, 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 and you can go from red, green, white, and spot, and flood, and everything else right there on the top of your head. 
battery packs right on the back so there's no wires, nothing dangling off to the side while you're wrestling around with some alligator in front of the boat, Bill George. And uh, all you got to do is call 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. We are broadcasting live at the Hooked on Hope Tournament this morning. If you want to give us a call about anything else, you're welcome to, or you want to come out and hang out with us, you're welcome to do that too. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors and the lovely and gorgeous folks at Brandon Ford. And welcome back to Big and Wild Outdoors. (laughs) Man, if I was on the field right now with all them doves flying by, unbelievable. Well, you know, Pinellas County is... uh, Well, they got to fly somewhere. (laughs) Maybe they'll get across the bay. I think those are starlings. The suckers. The last ones. Non-native, nasty but billboard. Definitely, definitely a, a good good group of birds going out. I wonder, you know what? Somebody's got to test test run those things with a pot of chili. We'll see how they do. I bet they'd be really well. I, I, I would. They're migratory. Why wouldn't they be all right? I mean, uh, I don't think they're garbage eaters. They're probably seed eaters. So why not? Yeah, I think it'd be we'll have to call good. Officer Nick and see. Yeah, could you put us on a pot of uh Starling chili. See if uh, see if it's uh, legal eagle here in uh, you know certain areas. So it's all good. For some reason, I think it is. I think it is too. I I, I know that uh, sparrows are, but I mean seriously. Yeah. You need well, a thousand. About, of them. Talking <laughs> about legal, one Ooh. of the pictures that it just blew me away this last night. Whenever uh, you had posted it, I guess come from Carlos about the uh, potentially. Oh, the deer state down record. south. Did deer. you see that, Bill George? No. Oh my! You, what do you mean, no? You no. Gotta, you got to see the picture of this thing. Yeah, I, are you out of your gourd? Are you Are you talking about one that was harvested or no. harvested illegally? No, illegally. You've not seen it? No. Uh, that, I have. I have actually basically turned off social media for quite a while. Well, it doesn't want you anyway. Look at that. But this deer is immensely huge. If you have not seen the picture of it, go to our uh, Facebook page. Go to uh, Big and Wild, uh, you know, facebook.com forward slash Big and Wild. Was and it green scoring about 205 inches? That deer is, I mean, any picture, if you never saw that, you could use that headline, you know, Iowa guys kills uh, whatever, Illinois guy kills. Uh, this is a super huge deer for the state of Florida. As far as antler mass. Uh, immensely huge deer, and I it makes me wonder where in Marion County and what in the heck was that thing eating down there? I mean, if that was one that somebody was growing. He was eating pythons or something. Marion <laughs> County? Yeah, yeah. Martin. I'm Martin sorry, County. Martin County. I was going to say Marion's up north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but this gentleman, uh, 54-year-old Mario Placido. Uh, Placio. Placio. P-A-L-A-C-I-O. I want to make oh, sure he Paleo. gets Paleo. That's how it is. Um, had no idea deputies who were also avid sportsmen, which is true. Um, Most of the time. We're keeping tabs on a local white-tailed deer herd, as they do, while they're out driving around. It's it, in a construction area that's being developed as well. So. Yeah, and uh, he's a Miami man. He faces numerous charges, serious charges, for illegally shooting and killing an enormous buck on state property in Indian Town uh, while on patrol, Sergeant Kevin Forget this, uh, Krasita noticed a dark truck parked in a wooded area near a construction site off of Citrus Boulevard. Uh, The sergeant could see the driver using a spotlight to illuminate a deer. Mm. As the sergeant approached, the truck sped off, and the sergeant notified Deputy uh, Jason Slay, 
who was nearby Air One and an agricultural detective for assistance. Short time later, deputy spotted uh, Placeo, Placeo's truck as he attempted to leave the area. After the uh, deputy saw it, he pulled over. At the same time, the Air One spotted a very large antler deer carcass in a wooded area where the truck had been largely spotted. Deputies determined that the buck was recently shot with what appeared to be a high-caliber rifle inside his truck. They found hunting gear, including bows, arrows, spotlight, and a single spent shell casing from a 30 6 rifle, but no rifle. And with the assistance of the FWC, and they use their specially trained canines, investigators located a 30 6 rifle where uh, Mr. Pleo was last seen. So he was arrested and charged with trespass on a construction site, trespass by a lethal projectile. Both are felony charges. The FWC is investigating him, likely to face additional state charges. The buck, of course, being taken in process, documented as evidence. Deer meat's been donated to a local family. Scoring measured green score. Yeah, the green score. 205 and 7 eighths. Official Boone and Crockett. Uh, scoring professional was scheduled to access the impressive deer to see where it fits in the state record class. Really, it's not going to count as anything now, but uh, these pictures that were on there were taken about 24 hours after he legally shot the deer, and it is a its a monster. It's a well, monster no matter where I, you are. I, I don't care where you live in this I, country. I would have fell out of my tree stand. You probably like would have. Because let me tell you, you tend to get a little excited. I get excited about all of them. Spikes, four points, does, it don't matter. But, but this now, would have been it. What's really uh, amazing to me is that when you go to, I am mean, seriously, go to uh, facebook.com forward slash big and wild, check out the pictures. There's about five or six pictures on there. But what's funny is this would be a Bill George question. On the last picture, how did they get that picture? It's a picture of the buck in the dark, in a light. Because they probably was a neighborhood deer, just uh, like they I see. I tell you how, because in the rest of the story, the deputy that was on patrol that night had, had already, been watching them. Had already seen that deer and took its picture. <laughs> took its picture, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. It's well, one of those He ones. took his picture was hoping to get in contact with the, the property owner to say, hey, how about let me hunt? <laughs> I, I think there should be a new uh, classification in Boone and Crockett. You know, you have the... Bow kills, you have the gun kills, the muzzleloader kills. Road I kill. No, I, I think there ought to be a, here. here's what the law enforcement has, you know, captured or taken away. Yeah, but there's no, really no way to score it, so. What do you mean to have it? Well, you're just looking at it through the pictures, and then there's really no match. No, I'm, not, I'm talking about the ones that they confiscate from the, the crimes oh, in you. which they're prosecuting. Give also, them, the, give words, them their own little hit list. The Boone and Crockett poach list. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I was looking at the story, and I, I'm looking at the pictures, and the, one of the pictures is there is the rifle that he threw out the, the truck. And uh, this guy must apparently have pretty some pretty good money to be able to throw away a, a nice uh, Remington rifle with he a loophole scope. He didn't throw scope. it away. Well, he, he ditched it. Threw it out there. He was trying to get away and come back later. Covered, yeah. It's got grass on it, so he pitched it out the window you well, know, while he was driving. So I don't know if he would have found it later on or what, but uh, he's done. That I mean, and he deserves to be done. Well, we'll have to see because you know sometimes I hate, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but our court systems here in the state of Florida don't seem to put the hammer down on guys like they this. They don't. They don't. And, and I think this one will. 
there's some stuff that happened in the alligator industry quite a while back. We we know a number of people who got arrested. They they seem to have very good cases, and um, you know we'll, we'll see if they get it actually prosecuted. And, and you know what's really funny, as we've pointed out on this show many times, the people that are making the harshest and meanest comments on here are not the animal rights people. It's the outdoors they're, people. They're the hunters. They're the guys who are out there going, dude, look what, you know, you just made us all look like total fools by pulling this kind of stupid stunt out here. And you know what? You're you're right. He probably drove by there. It was a neighborhood deer. He'd been seeing it for a while and finally said, you know what? This is it. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to go out and shoot this thing. The sirens on the rocks. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Come on over here. It's fine. No, take your shot. But you know what? Good on the uh, on law enforcement uh, for the uh, for the sheriffs down there to do their thing, and then uh, you know contact the FWC and everybody else and let them know that this happened because now you have multiple agencies in here. And now they can charge them multiple ways. You know things that maybe the FWC didn't think of, and the uh, sheriff's department certainly can. So good on them for getting him. Well, FWC can charge it all. Well, they that's will, true. They will enforce every law, everyone. Yeah, they're going to try to make an example. That'll be a deterrent for the future. Yeah. If you see something like that over here in Pinellas Park, Braden, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> if I see a deer like that in Pinellas Park, I may have to. <laughs> well, that's, now you're in the same boat with this gentleman. Yeah, because if I saw that deer in Pinellas Park, no one would be able to determine where the bullet came from because there'd be 10,000 rounds shot at it. That poor deer. From 10,000 different people. It would be like, how do you determine which bullet actually killed it? Just take a bag of corn and just bring it out. You know, take a line of it into the, out of the safety there. zone. Put it over there in Pinellas Park over by <laughs> the Leoman area where there's still some woods. Yeah, yeah. got it. Sure. I don't think so. Now you two guys are no different than the gentleman in the picture. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we're bringing it to a legal place. I'm also saying that the chances of that ever happening are probably slim to oh, never. Oh, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> slim to never. I mean, uh, I don't I, – what, what, what was to... the last – what was – God, we used to know that information. I think the last wild hog was killed in Seminole in what, 1960? It was just graduating. Or something, 1965 or something like that. But you know what? It brings up something interesting because, uh, you know, finding deer in this neck of the woods. Now, I'm not saying north. Because around Lake Tarp and stuff like that, around those areas, there's still a lot of deer up there. So, yeah. But down in their neck of the woods, no. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about some coyote controversies that's happening here in Pinellas County. Uh, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors celebrating and, and, and out here participating in the Hooked on Hope Fishing Tournament down at the Magnuson Hotel. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and the great folks out there at G5 Feed and Outdoor. Outdoors, y'all. We're, we're not. Yeah, you are. Now we are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Hi, welcome back. Hi, welcome back. It is the uh, Big and Wild Outdoors it's podcast. Like your live. kids dressed in the morning. It is. Just put those on. I don't care if they're dirty. Uh, Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live at the uh, Hooked on Hope uh, fishing tournament going on at the uh, Magnuson Hotel down here at sixty eight hundred Skyway Lane. Or, or we're right just before the Skyway. We're all out here broadcasting live. Lori Deaton, all the, all the crew, they're all getting their boats ready, getting ready to go head out 
and start uh, decimating the Tampa Bay area. Hauling in every fish that swims. And it's going to be a good time had by all. A beautiful morning for it. Calm, collected, quiet, smooth sailing, hard, light local breeze. I, I don't know how to do a weather forecast. Light local breeze. Out of, well, it's picture perfect. It, I'm telling you, the sun came and, up and, this morning, and then it's like glass out on the, on the water this morning. I can't tell you how many people have walked over there to the edge of the, the, the bay and just start taking pictures. I'm going to say at least 12. At least 12, yes. And uh, speaking of the, the head criminal in charge, Captain Lori Deaton, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you guys doing this morning? I cannot believe that you slowed down enough to come over here and actually speak to us. Well, You've I been to... going like a house of fire, as my mom would say, ever <laughs> since 6 o'clock this morning. Yes. You're making me nervous. I'm sorry. It's like this every year, and we're super excited to be celebrating our 10th annual I can't believe that. Inshore that Fishing Tournament presented by Masonry Builders Incorporated. Nice. Well, you know, uh, I tried to explain a little bit about what it is that Hooked on Hope does. And I think a lot of people are like, well, it's just a breast cancer awareness thing and, uh, you know, whatever. And it's not that. I mean, the amount of money that you guys raise goes to help uh, folks who maybe don't have enough to cover that for uninsured and all that kind of stuff like that. So that money goes to save lives. It's not just about, you know, supporting somebody afterwards, but it's about getting it done and getting treatment. Correct. So we are a local nonprofit organization that raises funds for direct patient care. Any woman that is treated at USF Breast Health, right. we purchase all post-operative necessities. We are now helping Moffitt Cancer Center, Florida Hospital Tampa, St. Anthony's Hospital, St. Joe's Hospital, wow. and about six surrounding counties. We're also offering one-time cash grants to women who are either underinsured or have no insurance at all that qualify yeah. to help them. It could be with a doctor copay. It could be with medication. It could be even to pay their house payment or a car payment. Yeah. So people don't, I mean, that takes a lot out of you. And I mean, it, that's, that's not, you know, that's not getting a, a broken foot set. I mean, that's, exactly. that's a long process. It's a very long process and it's a tedious, expensive process. And we are blessed to be able, as a grassroots organization, all volunteer run. None of us take a dime out of this organization. And I'm going to start crying because my volunteers work so hard. You can't. You see everybody running around and scurrying. They've been doing this for a week and a half to get ready for this. Not only that, they work all year long to make this happen. And so much goes on behind the scenes that you don't realize. Oh, I know. And I, I, I watching you this morning. It was so funny. I tried to get her to slow down. And we were over there enjoying it, looking at the beautiful water. And I was like... So, Lori, are you going to come out? She's like, you got to walk with me and talk because I, I, I don't have time to stand around here and do that. I'm like, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, woman. Slow down. But uh, these girls, these ladies have been running around here, I mean, getting the table set up, everything for breakfast and barking orders. I mean, it's like a drill sergeant, you know. But you know what? Your volunteers, they've done this. This is 10 years, as you pointed out. They literally, they know their role. You know, I mean, they come in here and they go, do you need me to do this? you need me to do that again this year? you need me to do that? And uh, it's so funny because while I'm sitting here explaining this, Lori is still pointing at people, telling them. <laughs> There's <laughs> Dr. Cox. Good morning, Dr. Cox. Do- getting them all in here. Yes, getting them all I'm, lined up. I'm going to let him come and say hello to you guys this morning. Well, he's got to take that funky hat off first before <laughs> he can put the headphones on. So he's got to be able to do that before we do it. But now I wanted to go over some of it. We know it's the 10th year. We know that it's out there. It's not just ladies that are out there fishing. I mean, there are there are guys out here, kids, everything else. But 
what are you looking to catch today? Is it an any fish tournament, or are we strictly going for billfish? It's What's an, the deal? It's an inshore <laughs> slam, so we're fishing for snook, trout, and redfish. Right. It's a photo release. Yeah. So we're going to be taking photos of the fish. Right. Sending the photos in. Good morning there, Steve Yared. <laughs> he is our breast cancer Pamper Party Survivor yeah. sponsor this year. Thank you, Steve. Great to see you. We're going to get him on air in just a minute. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to come back in about a few hours <laughs> <laughs> after all this is done. But now, so we're out here. We're catching snook, redfish, tri- it's any fish. So I can come in with 35 pinfish and kick everybody's no, butt? No, 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 no. What do you mean, no? <laughs> no. 35 it's- fish to your one? You can't tell me I didn't outfish you, man. No. Listen, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to get back to work. Okay, bye. I love you guys with all my heart. Jeez. Listen, if you if anybody wants to help or be part of Hooked on Hope, go to hookedonhope.org. Check us out. And we, we're always looking for volunteers, committee members, anglers, sponsors, all of the above. So thank oh, you for being here. You're, You're awesome. welcome. Get back thank to you, work. Thank you, my friend. Okay. I'm going to just call her from now. I'm just going to call her the hummingbird. <laughs> Because literally, I think her heart goes about 1,600 rounds per minute, and it's just, and her body goes the same way. From one fire or the other. I think Braden's finally met his match. I am telling you. I she can't wide open. You know what? I, I met her. I, she came over one time. I was over hanging out with Zeke and everybody over at Barracuda Tackle, and she came in to pick up a couple of pink nets that they were doing uh, to give away for prizes and stuff here at the, uh, at the event. And I tried to get her to talk for about five seconds. And even there, we're in a relaxed environment with nothing to do. You would think that literally she had to go put out 67 fires in 15 minutes. Now, I, I'm sorry, sir. You came and sat down. I don't even know who the heck you are. Oh, I heard the introduction, but it was so quick. I didn't even know who you were. Who well, are you? I'm Dr. Charles Cox. And, uh, nice I'm to meet you, doctor. the head of the breast program at USF. And, uh, and that's uh, basically where the... The, the bottom line of the fun, funds that are raised here go to support the patients that we care for at the USF Breast Program. So it's a great opportunity and a great privilege to have all these people here supporting us in that effort. And uh, it's been uh, amazing some of the things that have been able to be accomplished with the funds that have been raised through this organization. They, they, they're very committed to the patients in this area and in this location uh, all around the Tampa Bay area. They uh, basically provide uh, bras and and sleeves and all kinds of uh, things that the insurance companies don't cover. And so uh, things that are necessary for the patient's recovery have been provided by this organization. Also, for people who uh, fall short on their co-pays, people get trapped, they get caught up in the diagnosis, and they they don't ha- haven't set aside the proper amount of funding for what they need. Well, it's usually a shock and a surprise for uh, most people. Nobody yeah. ever expects to walk into a doctor's Absolutely. office and someone goes, you know what, we need to talk, you need to come back because we got to talk a little further about That's your right. tests. And yeah. when you do, it's, it's a bomb. Yeah. I'm sure for everybody it's a drop-off. But i got to say kudos to not only you for coming out here as a, right. as a physician, right. and not only are you treating these people, but you're also supporting it All in right. your own in your personal time to come out and catch fish. I know it's a fun activity, but yeah. it's the meaning behind that activity oh, sure. that means a lot to so many. But also, 
I don't think that USF and you boys up there get enough credit for what you do. Mm. Our good friend Randy Price wouldn't be here today without the cancer treatments that he got up at USF. A radio guy from way back who Mm -hmm. is still alive today and now doing a morning show up in Brooksville. Mm, That's fantastic. I mean, uh, it's good news coming out of there. You guys do great work up there. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I I tell you, I don't wish my services on anybody, but I'm glad we're all here when when you all need us. And and we can provide that with with care and compassion and help to the people that need it. It's a uh, it's a privilege and a pleasure to be out here. Well, you know, doctors like you are uh, are good to have around. Well, Low key, like to do what they do, come out and support yeah. the things they do. Yeah. And and I'm sure at cocktail parties you get asked all kinds of good. You know, my back has been bothering me, Doc. <laughs> I know, you know, I got this thing on my toe that, uh, and you're like, hey. I don't do that kind of stuff. I got, a, I got a guy, though. I got a guy who can help you out and do it. Uh, I'll give you his number. Right now, I'm just trying to eat my hot dog. <laughs> but now, uh, what are your plans for today? I mean, are you planning uh-huh. to go out and just have a good time, or are you planning on uh, taking some trophies home today? Well, I'd be uh, I'd be all right. First, the very first year that we we started this thing, I had a young man working with me, and I, I invited him to come fishing. He never fished before. He's a young man from India. And he'd never been on a boat. And I said, you're coming on my boat because you're going to catch the biggest fish. That's right. Exactly. And, <laughs> and sure enough, he caught a 39-and-a-half-inch redfish. Wow. was the biggest redfish caught that day. There, there were tons of redfish. They were just floating there like logs in the water. I mean, every one of them was 38-and-a-half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, uh, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, what a beautiful day to be able to do oh, this yeah. after the cold front and Thank goodness, you know, the hurricane moved out of our area, uh, unfortunately, for other people that we knew that it was coming. But today, gorgeous day. Uh, make sure you wear your sunscreen. Oh, As I got a physician, it. you should know these things. <laughs> I, do. I shouldn't have to tell you this, doctor. <laughs> well, can you stay with us for a minute? Because sure. we got to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting live at the Hooked on Hope fishing tournament this morning. Uh, you know what? If you're not fishing in it, I say come by and throw Just 10 bucks it. in the pot. Exactly. Yeah, you know, help out and do what you got to do. Or go online and check it out, see what they do for yourself. It's hookedonhope.com and hookedonhope.com. Just Google it. You'll find it, I'm telling you. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and the great folks out of Brandon Ford. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live this morning down at the beautiful Magnuson Hotel and uh, Marina down here in St. Petersburg, just before you hit the Skyway Bridge. Uh, It's the Hooked on Hope tournament happening today, the 10th year in a row that it's happening. And uh, with us before the break, sat down with uh, Dr. Cox, who's here uh, with USF up there. Uh, what do they officially call that medical center up there where you are? Well, USF Health is uh, what the uh, branding is on the on the process. But we have uh, facilities uh, down at Tampa General. Uh, there's there's centers all over the city of Tampa now where we all practice out of. But uh, you know what? It seems to me, and I know I may be just biased because we all live here, but it seems like the Tampa Bay area, St. Petersburg, Tampa area has gotten to be quite uh, known for its treatment of, uh, of cancer here in the area. I mean, there's a lot of people who come to this state to actually get treatment. You know, they don't go out to California. You know, it used to be you got to go to California or John Hopkins or something like that out of state. And Florida 
especially here in this area, yeah. seems to be on the rise for that kind of stuff for that treatment. Well, it's been uh, it was an in, it's been an interesting 35 years for me. I was recruited down here from Duke University to start up the the Moffitt Cancer Center. I was the first chief of surgery there, and uh, so you've saved a lot of lives in 35 years, my man. Well, I've. Uh, it's it's interesting because I keep a record of every patient I treat no with breast cancer uh, so that I can do uh, outcomes analysis and see how well we're doing with our patients and what we can do to improve their outcomes. And uh, in that database right now, I, I have over 37,000 patients no that, that we've followed for That's... in excess of 20 years. Well, that makes me feel like I haven't done crud. <laughs> Well, uh, you have it. You're on the red recovery. <laughs> okay. but, I, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go tit for tat on this one. I guarantee you, I probably killed that many dove, <laughs> <laughs> or at least attempted to. <laughs> or at least attempted to kill that. Did many you go to Argentina or something? <laughs> come on. In my 35 years of dove hunting, I think I may have come close to shooting. You might have shot that many shells. At that many shells. Yes, I've kept Winchester in business for a very long time. Uh, now, for I was asking you before the break, uh, your plans for the tournament today. I mean, uh, there's a little competitiveness in every fishing tournament. It's rare that you find somebody who actually admits to, I'm just coming out just to come out and play and, you know, catch a few fish. And, and after you told your story about uh, the, the beginner's uh, luck the, guy, the beginner's luck guy I, I get the feeling that you're out here looking for a uh, – uh, to, to walk away with a couple of good prizes today. Well, that wouldn't hurt my feelings, Eddie. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah. He's been he's been recruiting, too. I'm looking for that first time. You've been on boat for Yep. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. If there's anyone listening out there who's never picked up a saltwater rod, come on. Uh, no. Uh, but today, I know that you're going to go out. Do you uh, do you know who your captain is? Who you're going to be with today? Um, they told me, and I'm forgotten. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> but he, any uh, because this is a captain's but, tournament. Oh yeah. So no. I mean, uh, you're not going to be out there with just some schlub. You're no, going to no, be out no. with professionals good, out here. Good, good, good. And they have been streaming in. You've had your back to the bay, yeah. and they those boats have just been coming in. It's been gorgeous. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? This this tournament, like this one. It uh, was kind of like last week with the pediatric cancer tournament right. that went on last weekend. Uh, if you looked at the numbers and what they caught out there, there was no zeros. These, uh, these guys are hardcore. Because even though the people on the boat may be there, quote, just to have fun, those captains are, are yeah, fishing for bragging rights. That's right. You know, you got uh, you got captains out here who are looking at each other going, oh, that Marquette, he's here. I know where he's going. First run, he'll be out to Tarasia in no time. You know, I mean, they're already planning out their strategies before they even hit the water. I think oh, I've yeah. seen some drones already flying with, <laughs> with, with some leaders attached to it. Exactly. Looking for those big pots of 38-inch reds, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, do you, do you know what your plans are, or do you know I want to uh, uh, give that info out? I'm, I'm going to do whatever I'm, the captain says. Well, that's a fact, too. But <laughs> but you know if what? I, if I did know anything, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, because I was going to say, if, you, if you've been fishing this for, you know, the 10, ten. years it's been going on, you're old hat at this, so you yeah. know the good spots. You know, last year when we went over here, if, yeah. I mean, if you get a captain who maybe – is striking out on his first two hot spots. Then yeah. he go, you know, last year we pulled some 38-inch reds over by yeah. Blankety Blank. Yeah, yeah. And it, it may sway him to run to your old hot well, spot. You know, every year it's a little different. You know, That's, some some years we just, it, we're smacking down the reds. And other years, like last year, it was snook. I was amazed. I mean, you hardly ever would catch a snook. And, and we were pulling in not 
you know, they weren't huge snook, but well, man, just every cast you were catching a snook. Well, there's we, nothing wrong with that. No, <laughs> that's that's some. You know, I wish they were big enough to keep because that's good eating, there, at, boy. Yeah. At, at the last commission meeting, they were talking about the snook right now in this particular area. We're at or exceeding our 20-year average on the number wow. of fish that are out there. Wow. Let's hope it's still there after the red tide. <laughs> it will be. But I don't, you know, red tide, all the reports that we got personally from captains that we know, yeah. um, this area here where we are here on Pinellas Point, uh, just on the north side of the Skyway, uh, all that area, the Egmont Key and all that stuff, it didn't, I mean, there were a few dead fish floating around, but nothing like we, like you're well. seeing on, on the beaches and stuff, and mostly bait fish out there. Uh, those pods get affected quite quickly. They're small, and it doesn't take a lot to affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem to be remotely that bad here in Tampa Bay uh, whatsoever. So that's a good good thing for yeah. you guys. Well, and I'd, I'd give a shout-out to people out there listening in because a lot of these captains, their livelihood based uh, based on fishing. And obviously uh, with the red tide scare and everything, they've been hurting for, for people to go out and go fishing with them. And it really hasn't been that bad. I mean, you talk to the captains, the fishing out here has been as good as it's ever been. Yeah, so they're going to – and they're doing a lot of the scouting on their own to get yeah. out there to find out what's going on itself because, as you pointed out, that's their livelihood. If they're not catching, they're not, not getting any, any Well, the support. sad part is, is that they're seeing what's on TV. Right. That's and then and they're calling their captains going, oh, you know, I know we're supposed to go out next Thursday, but, uh, I mean, are we going to be able uh, – are they canceling? And they're going, dude, you don't have to – I'm telling you. Well, do you – do you trust your captain that maybe you've never fished before because he's just wanting to get his paycheck, or does he really know what he's talking about? So, yeah. if you and I'm telling you, I, talking to Jim Pollard, he's had people who want that were going to cancel. And he's like, "Look, I tell you what, you don't catch if you don't catch. You come out and I'll prove you wrong. And if you're not catching anything, I'll give you your money back. Or yeah. you know, after two hours or whatever, we'll go back in or an hour. Give me, yeah. give me a chance. And People who did went, you know what, I'm so glad you talked me into coming because right. I was going to camp, and we caught fish all day today. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm sure you guys are going to catch a few today, seriously, right. because, I mean, it is, it is, you can, I mean, it's a picture-perfect day for oh, a fishing yeah. tournament. Well, that was that was the thing, and we were all talking about the red tide and the hurricane and all that, and oh my goodness, we're going to be able to go fishing on Saturday. And we looked up the weather report and said it's going to be a gorgeous day. It's the best day of the whole year. I've it never has. beautiful out <laughs> when here. When I walked out the door, and seventy degrees. I mean, beautiful. <laughs> Gosh. When I walked out my back door, and old Bloodhound Joe, he walks out and he just like shook a little bit. I was like, I'm with you. I'm going <laughs> to go to the woods. This feels good today, man. Well, good luck out there today. We hope you catch all the big ones, uh, well, you know, and you and everyone else. And yeah. Bill George was funny. He said, you know, I've had my back to the bay, and I turned around, and there's, there's, where'd all these people come from? <laughs> they're here. <laughs> it's like there's all these people that are here, and they're all. Look they're at all, the line that's been to, to sign up to get hooked up with your cap. But you know uh-huh. what's so funny? It's like any other fishing tournaments, like when we do our panfish challenge up at Lake Panasofsky every year. It's so funny because. Lori and they're they're serving breakfast. I've never seen people shoveling food so fast in my life. They got to get ready and get going. They want to get out and get on that boat. They're like, "Come on, man!" Come we'll on. have to make sure the captain gets the pontoon up there on Lake Panasonic <laughs> for our panfish tournament with the kids. That, that is awesome. Well, uh, hopefully we can get Lori back in here. Yeah. She can give us a little rundown on some of the captains that are out here because yeah. uh, we always like to support them and when what they do. But uh, what are you doing? Are you telling me we got to take a break? Yes, we do. I don't hear no music. Do you hear any music? <laughs> I hear music all around. <laughs> And I oh, and now good. I hear music. <laughs> Dr. Cox, thank you so much. You good bet, luck sir. Today. Thank you all. I hope you catch Thanks a for coming. Appreciate you. And, and just take everything. Or may you, you know, really impress us. Come in with a white marlin. 
<laughs> That'd be great. I want to see it. <laughs> All right. Get his break hand Exactly. <laughs> and put this, just put this thing on his nose. All right, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting live out at the Hooked on Hope Tournament down here at the Magnuson. Uh, we're going to be hanging out here all morning. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, don't go anywhere. <laughs>